one person actually make a difference in unifying the entire world? What are some tools I can use to live a life of more freedom? These are just some of the concepts you'll hear about in every episode of See One Beautiful Soul. Okay, so it's day 10 for me of COVID and I've been fighting making a podcast all week because I'm thinking... I really want to make sure that I get as many insights as possible before I just throw them all down on here. But I'm just going to speak from the heart because I was once told by my rabbi, David Aaron, that words that come from the heart go into the heart. And I believe he was quoting Rabbi Shlomo Karlbach on that one. Here's the thing that I got from having COVID. It is really a plague. It is really a cacophony of wonderful, phantasmical, scary, terrorizing, interesting lessons. And even though the jury's out on exactly where it came from and how it came to us, it's very clear to me that all of it, everything about the vaccine, ivermectin, all the things that people are afraid to talk about or are talking about or screaming about or not talking about because they refuse to talk to someone with a difference of opinion. All of that is from something bigger than all of us. And if I hadn't been to two different Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations over the past year, one in Mexico and one in Marco Island, and sat amongst a lot of people who meditated for the entire world to be healthy. And if I didn't have that felt sense of we are all going to get through this because this will not be the end of humanity, perhaps I wouldn't have been as prepared as I think I was. Although (laughs) I don't know if anyone can prepare you for a two o'clock in the morning coughing fit, fear that your heart will stop beating And because you live alone and force yourself to turn your phone off at night, would I have enough time to make it to an ambulance to survive? Yeah, that's where my head went a few nights this week. And in that time, because I do live with myself and at the moment, no other living creatures except for the houseplants that I have, I had to come to grips with that fear when I make it in the morning. And I had a mild case, apparently, as I stand here now in my tiny recording studio in my home, staring at a beautiful pillow made from fabric from India and a bunch of sponge squares. I can't help but think how privileged I am, how grateful I am that I have healers and doctors and parents and siblings and friends that checked in on me every single day. FaceTime, my little five-year-old niece called me almost every day on her new phone, and somehow I got through these last 10 days. I have coworkers and principals at the school that I teach at who made sure to check in with me and make sure that I was okay. To think that 
there are some people who got through this pandemic without having a job or a sibling or a friend check in on them. It breaks my heart. The psychosis of what's going on right now is very real. Just the simple things I see posted online and how people are dealing with all of it. The fear is the worst part because it's very new or it's a new version of a sickness that could spread quickly around the world. We as humans have had lots of plagues, have had lots of sicknesses that affected entire countries and continents all at once. But this had a new name. I'll tell you a few things that helped me. I reminded myself every day of this beautiful meditation that came to me when I was in the first lockdown in New York City in March of 2020. And my school had been hit by COVID. And I was told by my principal that I would not be able to leave my apartment for at least nine days. I panicked. I wound up writing. And then one day the world coughed within those nine days because whenever I get nervous or feel threatened and I feel a panic come over me, I take a deep breath and I ask God, okay, what are we going to create? Because I can't sit with this fear for too long. And I did write a book and I started drawing the drawings and it would take about six months to paint it and then publish it. But during that time, in those first nine days, I thought of this song and I'm going to share it with you now and you can feel free to use it. It goes like this. From the tip of my head to the bottom of my toes. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. And then I take sections of my body. From the tip of my head to the bottom of my chin. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. From the tip of my chin to the bottom of my lungs. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. And my liver and spleen and large and small intestines and kidneys and pancreas and all of my abdominal muscles and digestive tract and all my reproductive organs is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. From the tip of my pelvis to the bottom of my knees. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. From the tip of my knees to the bottom of my toes. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy. Every cell in my body is happy and healthy and wealthy with nutrients. And I imagine this warm golden light rising up from the tip of my head all the way down through my body, all the way down through my spinal cord and my lungs and all of my wonderful organs that make vitamins and fruits and vegetables and minerals and proteins and everything's working together all the way down to my toes. 
I made sure to stay hydrated and I made sure to take all of the vitamins that were on the protocol of the Frontline Doctors website. And I had this one beautiful healer that I called every day. Well, I texted her every day, left her lots of voicemails. Her name is Sherry Levy, and she is a functional diagnostic nutritionist, and really, she's an angel, because every day I would text her with a new symptom or two or three, because that's how COVID is. It moves through the body in such interesting, dramatic ways, and I would say, oh, I have this, and I have this. What does that mean? What should I do? And she would just calmly write me back and say, let the body heal itself. Keep taking the medicine. Keep taking the protocol that I suggested to you. Stick with it. Eat nutritional foods. And she would say it like a nurturing mom. And it really helped me. We all need at least one strong voice like that in our lives when we're feeling down and out or depleted. And I would encourage you to reach out. I see so much unnecessary suffering right now. I have a couple of friends who unfortunately have not been able to talk to their children because of parental alienation. It seems like it's the new Me Too movement. It hurts so much to hear these very capable, kind parents calling me or texting me and letting me know that they haven't talked to their son or daughter in years two years, four years, five years. One of my friends just lost her son. Apparently he died suddenly. And this was after four years of her not being able to talk to him because of the former spouse really getting inside of this kid's head. And who knows? I I can't speculate, but it hurts so much to hear about these terrible stories. And these are good people. These are everyday people like you and me who just want to do the right thing and fall out of love or fall into deep resentment with somebody in a relationship and there's kids involved and the next thing you know, their child is not speaking to them anymore. And it's like a death. And then sometimes death happens out of that because our relationships are like vitamins. We need every single one of them. And I know because I had to deeply forgive both of my parents in my lifetime that no one gets out of here with a free lunch when it comes to relationships that we were given by God. All the relationships that we were given are here for a reason, every single one of them. And it's our job to try to find the good as much as we can. And even if, God forbid, there's abuse, do what we can to forgive, heal, and let go so that we can take the vitamins and nutrients that come from all of those God-given relationships and then let go of the refuse, let go of whatever isn't working. And sometimes that does mean to take a really big break in a relationship. Sometimes it means never physically being in their presence again. But more often than not, I've found in my 45 short years of existence that taking the time to figure out how to see in person as much as we can muster the courage to 
let go and heal and love anyway. Well, that's where all the beauty is. But I'm not a clinical psychologist. All I can say is that I think COVID is here to teach us a great reset. It's here to remind us that no one has the final answer on how to get through a plague. And the plague is not just about disease in the body. The plague is all around us, inside of us. And after 10 days of deep thought about it and prayer and meditation, I can safely say that I think the pandemic is really more about expressing kindness and humility in the face of wanting to be right because we are so terrified of being wrong. I'm going to say that again. This pandemic is really about expressing kindness and humility in the face of gripping fear and wanting to be so right because we are so, so terrified of being wrong. It could be life or death for someone to be wrong. And so what do we know about fear? That which we fear, that which we think about all day long, every day, every night, can become our reality. God forbid. So we have to mind the mind as much as we possibly can and allow beautiful things to grow. Like, I think I'll reach out to that friend of mine that I haven't talked to in years. I think I'll tell my family how much I really appreciate them and how I love that memory that we had from seven years ago, just because. You can't tell me as you're listening to this that you don't have the time to pick up the phone and FaceTime or call somebody that you haven't talked to in seven years. You just can't because all we have right now is time. (laughs) And no matter what your serious thoughts are on how to cope with things medically. You have to take this particular shot. You absolutely have to take this every single day. It's a vitamin and it can save lives. This is the medicine. Forget the shots. This is the one you take. No one really knows. But I do believe that the fear that we have, that big cloud of... (sighs) Well, what if this happens and what if that happens and what if there's a snowball effect because we did this, 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 and this, and this, and look at what this country's doing and, oh my gosh, there's a shortage and ah, gas prices and I think I'll just keep watching all of this news that's making me really upset. All of that, all of that which puts you in a state of fear, that cannot be helping. But I know one thing that helps for sure. Allowing in blessing. Have you taken time today to just sit and take a deep breath away from your phone and just tell your creator, I'm ready to allow more blessing into my life. I'm ready and willing and able and open to receive all the healing that you want to give to my body and my mind and my psyche and to my family and my friends. I'm willing to receive all the abundance in financial gain that you are just trying to give to me. 
every time we complain, every time we speak negatively about someone or something that happened to us, we are blocking all of the beauty and the blessing that is trying to get in. So I dare you to see COVID as part of our beautiful soul. I kept repeating to myself, it it came to me, I didn't plan it. But along with that silly song that I wrote, I also did this every single day. Thank you so much for coming and blessing me with antibodies. Me as a body of an ant, (laughs) I can say that I'm so grateful to have more antibodies. And I'm so grateful for you for stopping by because I know one thing that's been proven again and again is that when you have the actual disease of something, even if you're trying so hard to fight it off for two years and it hasn't knocked on your door yet and, oh, here it comes, the antibodies that I'll have will be really powerful as long as they last. So I want to say thank you for stopping by. And whenever someone would say, are you feeling better? Is it gone? I would say, you know, I'm still dancing with her. I really was very conscious not to say, ugh, I'm so sick of this. I'm so angry that it came. I curse it. I'm so pissed off that I have this blah, blah, blah. Because I knew that the more I resisted, the more I was angered by it, and the less that I saw it as a blessing, the more that it would just curse me. <laughs> see, you get what, what you give. You get how you see things. And when you see things differently, they do change. So I kept thanking God for her. And every day I would look in the mirror a few times a day and say, you got this, buddy. Thank you so much for helping me take care of you. And I would say, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this water that I have. Thank you for my mom dropping off stuff from Whole Foods. Thank you for my dad and my stepmom bringing juices by. Thank you for my sister checking in every night and sending me care packages from Whole Foods. Thank you for listening. I feel so blessed that I have this audience to share my insights about life with. One thing that hurt was that it was hard to muster up the focus to create over the last 10 days. It was really hard for me. I mean, I thought, oh, I have time off from work. I can write the next version of my children's books and I can finish the two books that I'm working on for grownups and I can continue writing my 40 songs that aren't done yet. And there's so many things I want to work on. There's edits I have to make on videos. And yet, I hardly did a darn thing except allow myself to heal. I watched a lot of beautiful movies. I watched Made, the series from Netflix. It definitely triggered me. There was a lot of domestic violence in there. Mostly I just ate really healthy food, noticed how less sugar there was in my diet this week, and of course, no dairy. And I prayed a lot. I took a lot of Epsom salt baths. I spent a lot of time with friends and family on the phone and on FaceTime. I prayed a lot. I took a couple of bike rides, very, very short, And only once I was done with the five-day CDC stay-at-home law. But mostly, I was just resting. 
It was like one long Shabbat. (laughs) And you know what? We need that once in a while to just rest for more than 25 hours a week. Sometimes we need 250 hours to just sit and do nothing. I felt like I wasn't pulling my load this week. I felt like I was, I don't know, sucking off of the people who were helping me. I felt guilty about missing work and all the children that I teach every day. But I felt their love, even if they didn't reach out. And I knew that I would get better this whole time. I just had that inner knowing. I listened to a lot of Wayne Dyer also. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for rooting for me, even if you didn't even know that I was sick. I'm rooting for you. And I love you. And I'm grateful that you were the first people I wanted to talk to about all the wisdom I gleaned from having COVID. Don't curse her. If you haven't had her yet, she hasn't come to visit yet, welcome her in with open arms. Hug her, dance with her. Find a really good healer like Sherry Levy. You can call on every day, even if it's just a text or a voice note. Find somebody who knows health and wellness and nutrition. Listen to beautiful words of wisdom. Don't let yourself complain. If you have to, talk to God. Cry to God. Another thing I did is I I sat in the grass and I soaked up as much sunlight as I possibly could. A few times a day. And choose to talk to friends who are supportive. And if there's a couple of people you have to have a conversation with, have it and approach it with love. You'll be amazed at how much love can heal when you're feeling down or blue or sick. God bless you. Stay healthy. We will, we are, we have been getting through this. If you know somebody with a great story about forgiveness, failure, or freedom, please share them with us. If you learned something new or feel like something from this episode can inspire someone else, please share the episode on your Facebook page or Instagram and tag that person and tag us too. You can find all of our social medias, drop us a note, or join our newsletter at www.c1beautifulsoul.com. Please don't forget to subscribe and review us on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you hear podcasts. May we all choose to look for the light in ourselves and each other in all ways, always. always.